Welcome to the Ask a Relationship Coach podcast. This is your host, Jenny Morrow, and today it will be just me on this podcast. As far as announcements, if you are interested in our free web class and haven't checked that out yet, go to advancedrelationshipacademy.com. Scroll down on the homepage and you're going to see right there your access to the free Intimacy Blueprint Masterclass. And that is the foundation of everything I do in my own life relationally. And it is the foundation of the work I teach to clients. So if you're interested in that free masterclass, go and check it out. And other than that, that is it for announcements today. So I am excited to be here with all of you. Bryce is in Colorado for an intensive training in relationship coaching. So I just love learning the things that he's learning. It's been so fun to have my own background in relationship training and then to be in a relationship and married to someone who's learning and doing relationship training and then for us to be able to practice it together. So I'm really excited to be here on my own and I'm really excited Bryce is out doing the training he's doing. And you know, both of us are so invested in doing our own work and continuing to learn and grow and advance our own skills. So hopefully over time, we will just continue to bring more and more of what really helps serve all of you. And it just feels like a really fun, fun time for me. And I also love being on this podcast on my own. While Bryce and I can do something together that I can't do by myself, while we can model relational work together on the podcast, you know, when I'm on my own, I get to model me navigating my relationship to myself and me navigating my relationship to the things I've learned and giving you suggestions and thoughts from my own experience. And so it's really cool to notice the difference and the power of both individual work and me offering things as an individual and then relational work and also what it's like to offer things through our relationship. And both have a lot of value in their own ways. So today I'm going to be answering a question from a gentleman who gave me permission to use his company's website, and I just thought it was so cool that he, as a business leader and as an influencer, is reaching out to ask a question about how to help support his people and how to help support them in their relationship work. So um, you can find out information about his company at www.constantclosers.com. And again, I just think it's very cool to know that anytime you're in a position of influence or leadership, you have this really incredible opportunity to learn and grow yourself and then to help other people. So he asks, what are some practical things that business leaders can do to help people's marriages and relationships stay strong? The question is important to me because I love people. I don't always love the things they choose to do. With all the nonsense that can derail companies and all the hypersensitivity to various special interest groups, how do we navigate these minefields and do the things that actually let us serve our customers while also making sure our people are having great relationships? I actually love this question. It's funny because I now have a whole list of questions to answer. And for whatever reason today, this one just really was standing out to me. And I think it's because as a leader myself, as someone who people are coming to for support, and as someone who's helping people to grow and evolve and change, I know what it's like to love people, but not always love the things they choose to do. I also know what it's like to believe that 
things like nonsense can derail my own company or to believe that you know, hypersensitivity to very special interest groups somehow can be this obstacle. So the first thing that pops up for me is that as a leader, my perspective is the best chance you have at helping support other people is to do the work yourself. So my suggestion is if you want to help people in their marriages and relationships, one of the first keys is to do the work that you need to do to have powerful relationships yourself, both in your personal life and in your professional life. Because there's a few things that pop up to me that kind of flag some of your own struggles here. So for example, when I read the thought that it's important to me because I love people, I don't always love the things they choose to do. What that says to me is right there is a relational snag. Now there's nothing wrong with not liking what other people do. Again, I am just as much in this process as everyone listening. I'm continually getting a chance to look at my own stuff through my reactions in my relationships. So if, for example, I'm on a phone call with a client and I'm not liking what they're doing, guess whose issue that is? It's mine. It doesn't mean that it's a problem that I don't like it. But if I'm feeling some kind of charge in such a way that I either think I have to fix it or change it, or if I have some very subtle unconscious agenda to do that, or if I think, well, you know, that's just their life and I just need to not feel that way. I just need to get over how I'm feeling about them, right? Because someone who's more enlightened or more zen just wouldn't care what their clients are doing. They'd be more at peace with, with whatever. That's fine if that's actually true, if I'm actually at peace, but if I'm actually not at peace and I'm having a reaction, then I have something to look at and why bypass that? Why ignore that? Because there is something there for me. So my perspective is that moment to moment, we are all doing exactly as we can do. In a way, it's like each moment of life is this mixture and this mixture of genetics and experience and culture and whatever else is in that test tube of the moment. And each moment is like a perfect reaction to everything that's in that test tube. And this is just one metaphor for looking at it. So if we say, wow, I don't like that. I don't like that thing that person just did. It's like we're saying, I don't like that reaction that's coming from that test tube. Now that's helpful if you can navigate it such that you're saying, I don't like that That reaction I just saw from that test tube of that moment for that person had an impact on me. I don't like the impact that's having on me. Now, what I can then do is I can then start to go through my own stuff and say, well, what is it that that person is doing that I'm perceiving as a problem? Now, again, we can get tempted to kind of shy away from this if any part of our brain is like, okay, no, it's fine. It's fine that they're doing that. I'm just going to go live my own life, right? Again, there's nothing wrong with turning attention back to ourselves, but as long as there was a charge there, there is something to look at and you just miss the opportunity if you aren't doing it. So I guess my point is have a process to face the stuff. Anytime you as a business leader, you as a parent, you as a coach or therapist are quote, not liking what someone is doing, in the sense that there's any level of positive or negative charge there, there's something to look at. Okay, so 
With all the nonsense that can derail companies and all the hypersensitivity to various special interest groups, how do we navigate these minefields and do things that actually let us serve our customers while also making sure our people are having great relationships? So I don't know the specifics of what's happening here, and I'm going to give you the name of Constant Closer so I can refer to you by a name. So Constant Closer, I'm not exactly sure what your specific situation is, but again, you're using a couple of words that in general have charge. I'm just reading it off of the paper, so I don't know whether it actually has charge for you or not. We can see something and call it nonsense and have literally zero charge. Or we can think something is nonsense and have a charge, meaning we wish it weren't so, we think it should be different, we have some kind of level of resistance to it. That, when I say charge, that's one way of describing it. So with all that nonsense that can derail companies, so these would be things to look at. These are flagging your belief systems and they're giving you a chance to go deep and say, okay, when I say all this nonsense that can derail companies, what do I mean? What am I believing in the world is nonsense? Because again, if I'm believing something is nonsense in the, in the sense that I think it should be different or that it even could be different, then I'm missing out on seeing and understanding what the truth is. Now, once I understand the truth better, then I'm going to have more power to make changes and I'm going to have more power to, to have choice. So what am I believing is nonsense? Uh, that's what I would question that if I were you. And again, you could even get some support on how to do this more deeply. And I would also look at the other charged word here, which is all the hypersensitivity to various special in interest groups. So I would also look at what that means when you say hypersensitivity to various special interest groups. Does that mean you're experiencing a sense that you feel hypersensitive? Are you saying that you believe that you're supposed to be that way because that's what's quote politically correct? Are you saying that that's what culture expects, that we be hypersensitive to very special interest groups? Are you saying that that's true in your company of certain special interest groups because your employees actually have some kind of relatedness to certain special interest groups, right? So again, here there's something to question because hypersensitivity, whatever that means, because that's a relative term, there's something there for you. It, if, for example, someone, one of your employees is hypersensitive to a sp certain special interest group for a certain reason, well, it'd be probably helpful to understand that better if it was having an impact specifically on your company. Now, if your employees' relational struggles, either professionally or personally, are having an impact on your company, then what I would say you could do, the first thing again was your own work. The second thing is to provide opportunities for learning and growth. So Bryce and I were recently talking about the relationship work that we've done together the last year in our own personal relationship and our own marriage. And we were talking about some of the improvements we've made and just how far we've come in terms of our capacity to talk about deep stuff together and to maybe just get more real with each other. And we were talking about what's made the difference. And I asked him, like, what's made the difference for you? And one of the things he said was just information, just the education, him going through the process he's gone through and learning more about how relationships work and the science of relationships has been a part of what's literally changed our ability as a couple to relate to each other in a more productive, authentic, real and helpful way. So 
I would say the other thing you can do as a leader is literally provide opportunities for relational work. And that could be through relationship workshops. It could be through live events or retreats that you do for your company. It could be through offering coaching opportunities to certain people in your company, especially if they're in leadership positions within your company, offering them opportunities to get coached on how relationships work, I think can just make, it can make or break their ability to support the company. So I would say that's a big thing in terms of how do you navigate the minefields and really be able to serve your customers is to work through anywhere where you believe you're a victim to the culture and to life and the world at large and how businesses work anywhere you feel like that work that out and then get education and coaching for your people so i think that those two things are probably the most important things that you can do so that is my answer to your question today thank you so much for your question and to all of those listening if you are in a leadership or influential role either in the workplace or in your home as a parent go and learn a process. You can learn mine, you can learn the one I teach, or you can learn someone else's, but learn a process for advanced relationship work where you as a leader can actually do the relational work that you want to model to your children or your employees. The moment that you are triggered by something your child or your employee or someone that you're in a leadership position over, the moment you're triggered by something that they do or say or believe, you know right there you have work to do. You do the work, you can then model them a new way, and or you do the work and you get them support. All right, here is to creating the most intimate, loving, and powerful relationships on the planet. Lots of love, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.